Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. What is going happen, everybody? Nolan North. I'm Troy Baker. And this is Retro Replay, the podcast. The proper the, podcast. The proper podcast, that's right. And uh, today we are brought to you by a couple of our uh, friends, uh, Columbia College. We have two friends. Yes, Columbia College and their uh, Truition. Get uh, education at one low price. Very, very cool. Go to uh, uh, mytruition.com uh, forward slash replay and uh, check out... Uh, Columbia College and all their good stuff. We also have our buddies over at Manscaped.com. We love Manscaped, man. We love their products. Uh, their customer service is incredible. And the best part is uh, if you put in the code retro, you'll get 20% off and you'll get free shipping. And most importantly, you won't nick your balls. That's right. And uh, speaking of nicking your balls, uh, Solid Snake uh, <laughs> nicks a lot of balls. Nicks a lot of balls. Uh, in... Metal Gear. We run the gamut, if I can coin a phrase sure. or, or whatever in this. Uh, sure. You guys, if you watch the episode, uh, you know what we're talking about. If you haven't, you're in for a treat because we kind of, um, well, we're kind of all over the place. Tangent, dare I say? Oh, you dare. You yes. dare. Enjoy. Telemarketers calling me. Hey, let's answer as, as an open call. I'll be like, yes, yes, I want everything, anything you have. The problem is, I'll, as much as I, I thrive on that, and I would see how far I could take it. The problem is, most they call them robocalls for a reason. Most of the time, it's not a live person, and all it does is it goes working number, and they call you more. It's like getting them wet Takes after the midnight. Fun out of it. All of the fun. Because that was one of my, that was, it was, it was a past time for me. I would sit you there. You too? Oh. I'm, <laughs> the best is to go, right, it's all right, hold on just a second. Hey! Shut up! Okay, sorry, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry, hang on just one more time. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Just see how many times. I want to. It's uh, the, but it's never, it's never a live person anymore. It's oh always like, this is not a solicitation or a call from a robo person. This is a real human. It's like a fucking Turing test. My now. new favorite telemarketer call. Uh, just and and I don't answer it, uh, but I let it go to voicemail, mm -hmm. and I'm like, I wonder. Oh, let me hear what this is, and it goes. I'm getting by the way we actual just, Chinese <laughs> telemarketing calls we don't know how to speak Chinese so that is just the closest that we can come to what I'm guessing oh, is by the way by the way <laughs> if I did actually say anything 
in a language offensive. offensive. That's just a blessing. Uh, that was. It's yeah. That's just that's, that's on you. That's on you for having uh, a ridiculous language. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like pans being dropped in a kitchen. What is that's the Bing dang ding bang tang chair. Who was the person that like, there, there, there was a comedian that was like, what what must we sound like to people who speak either Chinese or Mandarin, Cantonese, whatever? We're like, Americans. But the most boring language ever. But we're Americans, we don't care. That's true. <laughs> this is no, isolated. Welcome to our island that is connected. This is our place. <laughs> Everyone speak English. It's the, it's, it's still not even the, it's the third most spoken language in the world. My son just had three friends of his come over that are exchange students from Germany. Okay. And they came in and they speak better English than my son yeah. does. French, German, German. and... Uh, Spanish? Italian? No. Uh, they're, uh, um, one of them um, can speak Swedish. Swedish. Swedish, yeah. Which is just a, a lyrical... That's a very whimsical language. Swedish Fluid? always Swedish Fluid. always sounds to me like like I all I ever can hear is the Muppet Chef. Which in retrospect horrifically offensive. I mean, it offensive was, is that the word? I think it's silly. Come on, silly and we can't goofy. be offensive. It's a Muppet. It's a Muppet. Muppets can be offensive. <laughs> Muppets can be horrific. Can, can we just laugh? Can we have Muppets? Like, we can't even have Muppets like anymore. Old people are like, they had these two old men up in the balcony and it was very offensive. Like, oh, fuck you. You're too old to remember anyway. The question is, what is a phenomena? The question is, who cares? Do you, that was a prime time show. Loved it, never missed it. Who's your favorite guest? Uh, Carol Burnett <gasps> did it. Good pull. Yeah, Carol Burnett. I am not dancing. Ah, ah, I'm ah, dancing. Ah, ah. And I remember, uh, I, I actually, we, I think, did we talk about this recently? Like, I was a big Garth Brooks fan. Garth Brooks did the, the Muppet Show. I'm so in love with you. Year. Yeah, I I don't can't remember. Now is this is eh. was like up and coming. Star? No, he was like he was like he had hit like like, he, 90s. like a it, yeah the nineties and this was were they but, on still? I I I remember him being on and I remember him singing at one point and I remember there was the first time I went that guy sucks. <laughs> I don't know can he he's fun entertainer I don't know can he sing I was like I don't know if I it I'm was gonna, the first time where I just went. Oh, I don't know if I... And now, as I've gotten older, all those albums that I love so much, I'll hear them on the radio, and I'll be like, eh, I'm, change that. Is, and I, and is, I, I feel bad. I don't know what happened. This is where a lot of people are going to stop watching our show. And we may no longer be friends. I like the Chris Gaines record. Don't at me, Twitter. You know what? I, no, 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 no. I, it is I thought, a beautiful conceit. I thought it was ridiculous, it and is. we actually listened to that. We have talked on about the. This. We, yeah, we listened to that Chris Gaines, which was Garth Brooks' alter ego for twelve that's, minutes of his life. That's not fair. It's a mischaracterization of the story. Here's the story. And this hold one, on, hold on. Let me finish my point. I kind of liked it. I kind of liked it. I kind of liked it too. 
Here's the deal that nobody understands. So there's two guys, Gordon Kennedy and Jimmy Lee Slowis, I believe, Brit, whatever, um, that wrote all of these songs throughout their huge musical career that they were like, what are we gonna do, man? We're two guys in our 50s, we've had our heyday, we're not gonna be able to like start a new band, can't put these songs out. And they dreamed up this concept of like, what if there was like this, this character that we created and we released an album of his greatest hits, of albums that had never existed before. And they gave it a narrative. And if you open up back then, the CD, there was a whole story about who Chris Gaines was and that he lost his best friend in a drowning accident and what that did to his career. And they were like, this is a brilliant story. Like, who do we get to play this thing? Garth Brooks never, mm, didn't want to originally do country. He wanted to be rock and roll. Yeah. And this was his chance to be like, well, what would it look like if I did this rock and roll, but like super indie artist kind of thing? And if it, if it had come out later, and if it had been somebody else, if it hadn't have been Garth Brooks, and if he hadn't have gone on the Grammys and performed that song live, because people were like, what's Garth Brooks doing with that emo hairdo? Yeah. It actually really could have done, it could have been something. It could have been a contender. You don't understand, I could have had class. I could have been a contender. But it was a it was a brilliant concept. And if you listen to the music, it's it sounds like that album came out in 87. You'll get it in a second. When you go country, you go country. You don't go like that young country, that Y2K. Like you, there's you have some guilty pleasures. There's some guilty pleasures, but some of that stuff is just like and dumb about my truck, and then she did this, and burned it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> just, I don't know, just something. something you like more like Hank Williams. I like, I like stuff that's well-written. Okay. And I think I find some of this stuff, it's like, ah, uh, let's not, you know, you know, there's a lot, I don't know, country music, I think, back in the day, was always you know, pour the heart out. And sometimes it was like, some of my dad's country is like, oh, I'm gonna go kill myself now. That is the most heartbreaking music ever. But? But it was real and they lived those lives. And yeah. I think that's what made it work. Like you'd hear about George Jones and Hank Williams and they really, Waylon Jennings, they li they lived it. Johnny hard, Cash, they lived a hard. hard life. And that, that was actually, those were almost autobiographical. That's why I think that Chris Stapleton like, record that you turned me oh, into. Yeah. Like, Chris Stapleton came out and I was like, all right, I've seen this kind of person before or whatever. And I, I literally stepped out of that record. I was like, I know, I have a tendency to where people are like, no, 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 it's amazing. I will intentionally not, I don't know why, and it's so stupid. And almost every time without exception, I always come back, I'm like, Fuck, I should have really gotten into that sooner. You were the one that got me into it. The, the name of the album is Traveler, spelled like we spelled Traveler's yeah. name. Um, and I listened to it, and we were in your garage. I was like, fuck, dude, this is a great record. I don't care what kind yeah. of music you like. It's just a good record. But it's the first, like, what you're talking about, that feels real. Well, a lot of people don't know that he was like a like a studio artist, and he was Chris a Stapleton? songwriter. He wrote songs for all these other people, and one day he was singing the song to, to uh, I don't remember who it was, someone pretty famous, and they go, "I can't record that better than you. Why don't you record that?" And he started. That's you know, people pushed him into becoming an actual recording artist rather than just a writer. You told me this, I believe, 
Vince Gill yeah. is one of the I'm somewhat tangent. I didn't know this. One of the greatest guitarists. Like anybody in Nashville will tell you, he's like, no, 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 man. Vince Gill is probably one of the best guitarists yeah, alive. Yeah, apparently. I did not know that. I always just knew him as the guy with the voice that ended up marrying Amy Grant. Yeah. Um, I asked a buddy of mine who's like deep seated into the Nashville scene. I was like, Vince Gill. Was, was, was I right? You were 100% okay, right. Okay, good. Because every now and then I, I, I notice I'm forgetting things more as I get I, older, But he was, right? I barely got the sentence out of my mouth. He was like one of the greatest guitarists alive. I was like, are you serious? He goes, that guy came in, t- played on his record, and he was like, because he, uh, he did a song with Amy Grant, and Vince was there, and he was like, do you want Vince to play? He was like, hey, would you mind doing like a lead line? I was like, sure, man. He was like, just play the track for me real quick. He was picked up a guitar randomly. It was like, no one has ever played that guitar better than, I was like, no shit. <laughs> I feel like I had this whole image because, like, when I was in high school, was when, especially in Texas, was when country was like really big, and it was Ropers and the Boots, and you were called Ropers. Like that was the yeah. we had the socias and whatever. Those that, that was the and you wore your hat and you wore your starched shirt, like you could cut someone's skin with the shirt, and you wore those jeans. And those were the cool kids at my high school. Those were the cool kids. Those were the kids that that people like me avoided in the parking lot because they were just waiting to kick your ass. Leave me alone, will ya? Shut your mouth, S.A. Just go back and have fun on your jungle gym. And so that whole music, I just, I pushed off. I didn't want to be um, the, the typical Texas dude. All of those guys that listened to that music wanted to beat me up, so I pushed it off. And I think that's why, maybe that's, yeah, maybe that's why I was like, Pushed off against Chris Stapleton, and now my 40s, I was like, "God damn, that's a good record." Yeah, it is. And Vince Gill's a great uh, guitarist. Vince Gill's a great guitarist, and he's also an amazing golfer. Little known fact. Enjoy that that. tidbit. And what is going happen, everybody? Nolan North, Troy Baker. We're on the couch. It's retro replay. I was, uh, I was gonna say, I was like, "Wow, telemarketers to telemarketers Muppets." Um, Garth Brooks, Chris Gaines. Metal Gear Me! Game start. Okay, so, everybody, what is going to happen a second time? Well, no, man, we're in it. Um, going to Metal Gear. Here's, um, oh, difficulty level. You should probably do back. What is back? Back, back difficulty level. It, it's... <laughs> By so, the way, honestly, what, what does that mean? So, like, you could have your original... Um, like the way it was originally programmed, easy, which is a little bit easy, or like back, I need to go, like, no, I want to say remedial. Fuck, I almost had to Back is to go back. You want easy, go for it. So this, I'm not even kidding. I thought uh, back was a, was a difficulty level. <laughs> it was taking everything within me. I was like, you probably go back level. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I probably want. <laughs> you just, you just, you just. Ah! What is that? Ah! So... Oh, I'm if you played Metal Gear Solid, I mean, it's it's very similar. You kind of come up the same way. So you're getting a call. Big boss, Operation Intrude N313. Infiltrate the enemy's base, Outer Heaven, and destroy the ultimate weapon, Metal Gear. So Metal Gear is my code name. No. Yeah, no. It's the ultimate heavy weapon? There you is go. Is Metal Gear? So this came out in 87, originally on the MSX, which was is a, now, you know, the defunct platform. Okay. Uh, it was then ported to uh, Nintendo. There's also uh, uh, Jordan Vogt Roberts, who was like a director, filmmaker, 
um, massive, massive fan that could sit here and, um, like a, a Benedictine monk, could just spout effusively with with all sorts of lore. So it's interesting. Uh, interesting. Top down. Yeah. Interesting. What isn't it? Yeah, buddy. Top down. So you've got your equipment that you can have, which is there's life up there. It gave me life. Eventually you'll have weapons. Um, you're just strolling around, you know, tank garage, garage, depending upon okay, where you so are. Now, do now I this is where you like to rush head first into battle. This is all about stealth. This game. Do I want to not be seen or do I want to punch not him? not be seen. Now, if I run behind him when he's walking that way, will I be seen? As long as he's going the other direction, he will not see you. They're pretty stupid. Same thing with the other guy, but wee, he's gonna turn around. So you're fine. Uh, wait till we get into some boxes, and that's gonna blow your mind. The whole thing about this is, there's there's games that have um, given us platformers. You know, when you think platformers, you automatically think um, Mario, right? Um, there's we could go down the list as far as like games that have spawned genres. This was the game that was like, it was all about stealth. It was all about precious resources. Really? Using the right inventory, yeah. Um, and it was an incredibly cinematic game. This, eh. The thing that he's so good at doing is creating worlds, because this world is huge. Um, so yeah, just don't be seen by these guys and you can, you can go, which is an, an interesting way of playing because most people are like to well I need it those are bad guys I need to punch kill shoot eat so I need to get through that door yes now you this explore your surroundings Ooh. Um, there's there's a, a way down oh there you go and there's guys no. there's guys yeah go to the right I need that guy to leave don't we always need people to leave those are trucks. Yep, I see the lights, but is it, oh my god, oh, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. There's fellers in that damn trucks. Drew made a really good observation. Um, this is kind of like a live, die, repeat. You will die. Shift change, oh, shift change, I should go. That's a very, that's what they call Deus Ex Machina. Um, there you go. Hey, look, that's a. What is that? It's an elevator. Don't get too excited. Oh, but now I'm side-scrolling, by God. Go up, and menswear. Don't do that. Don't do that. Do that. Yeah. Um, unabashedly inspired oh, by... Oh, shit! Oh, no. No, you're okay. No, I just got... See I just was yeah. seeing cameras. So you got a call. Whenever you get a call, that's some intel coming in from Big Boss. Well, and what do I answer select. select? Select? Hey! Watch out for the surveillance cameras. How would you say surveillance in Kentucky? Surveillance. I mean, it is based off of... Watch out for the surveillance. I love the etymology of words. I... I... Oh. Vicissitude. That word came rolling out watching a show last night. Vicissitude. I was like, oh, it's a good one. You know what it means? I had to look it up. Vicissitude. Well, cis, it means cut in Latin. So, okay. Vicissitude. Interesting. Cutting the vicissitude. 
I don't. The sudden change of, of uh, fortune or circumstance is typically towards um, a negative connotation. So like the circumstances are changing to the bad. So the vicissitude of the public um, or, or the mentality of the, the vicissitude of his wealth. I was like, oh, that's a great word. Hmm. Great word. The vicissitude of public opinion. It's like, Yeesh. yeah, no, 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 I love words. Love them. So, so now I need to figure out how to get one of these. You kids. just what you need is uh, stay in the corners. Things stay in your corners. Gonna... Stay in your corners. Now, if I can you help him home, go for it. What do you think? I think... Bye bye. Oh, oh, Keep going. Oh. Class one star. Um, yep, there's a guy. So at some point, you're just gonna have to embrace. If I keep going back out that door. But you won't progress the game. So there's not a real good way for you. I mean, you can kind of go around. There you go. There you go, buddy. And then now you can go to the right. And there's oh, a guy. No, I don't want to go down there. But you can also go down. You got a call coming in. Oh, this is the one like... Uh-oh. And now you... Well, maybe you go the other way. There you go. If you go down that way, and then there's a door down to the bottom left. Yep, that guy's gonna see you. Nope. Boop, boop, boop. Look at you being all stealthy. Yay, yay, yay. Yay, yay, yay. Yay, yay, yay. Can you go in that door? Go to the left. I'm not gonna wait for to him to go up. To the right. To the right. Nope, dude. There you go. He's oh, got a one, there's a little box that? up there. Ta da! I can't carry anymore. You what? don't carry in anything. Go down in the, go, go south. For the winter, like the birds. That I can't go in. That's just a little cubby hole. I'd be a nice spot. It looks like a window, nice spot for a desk, something nice. A no, like desk. you could put like like a bay window. What is just this? What is bay. this? I don't know what this is. Dream. Hey, today's episode is sponsored by our good friends at Columbia College. They got this great thing called Truition. Get what? this. Truition, mm -hmm. your education, one low price. No fees, no book costs, no surprises. I don't understand. Don't play games with getting your education, Troy. Truition lets you budget for the true cost of college. Uh, they eliminated all fees from application to graduation. There's fees for that? Sure. They also provide e-textbooks at no charge. And with e-texts, you can highlight important sections and add personal notes to the material. You can also get this, convert e-text to audiobooks so you can listen to content on the go. I would do that. Crazy insane. Truition is for all undergraduate and graduate students taking classes online or in the evening at any of their 30-plus locations. Columbia College, founded in 1851. It's been accredited for more than 100 years. Before they had a website. Before they had air. Eight-week classes are held year-round so you can earn a degree quickly. Their mission? Improve lives by making college affordable. That's the truth. That is Truition. So apply today at uh, mytruition.com. And don't forget, uh, forward slash replay. Oh, yeah. Let them know that we sent you there to, uh, you know, get your education on. I get it. Truition. Tru Do it, um, you're, you're enrolling right now. <laughs> Uh, you should not be on that floor because you're gonna bye bye right now. Um, the floor is lava. I thought it was just okay. Well, shit. The floor is lava. I is floor, um, literally the floor. The floor is lava. The floor is lava. The floor is lava. Uh, it's a kids' game. 
Um, can I get some rubber boots or something? No, it's it's a disco floor and I thought it was, it was like I was lit lighting up. Have you ever done psychedelics? Drugs? Yeah. Uh, I was apparently ate mushrooms pizza one time, but wait, you oh, don't wake up the dog. But it nothing happened. Somebody put took the magic, you know, magic mushrooms, bruh, and they put it on a pizza, and I ate some of the pizza, but nothing happened. So, I I just don't know if like my my brain's kind of like, it's really not, it's not good. No, I think that's a common thing where like some people just don't experience anything for their first time. No, I never, I never, I never did. I, the first time I ever tried pot, uh, I ate a bag of Doritos and a half a jar of Jif. Peanut butter, like together. Like, yeah, oh, and I heard a voice in the garbage disposal. My friends, like, and everyone thinks, "Hey, you don't, you don't, you don't hear things on weed." I'm like, I, I heard, I literally heard. Ask me how. And I looked in the sink, and it goes staring in the garbage like, disposal. And everyone, the guys were like playing cards or something, watching. Uh, like I think there was a, it was one of those nights that. He had one of those those balls that you touch uh, and zzz, and the and the, yeah, the electric dude. thing and Spencer's gift and bro. I I would st I stared at that for probably a good hour and, five and then and, and I remember they, there was a there was a there was some kind of fight like pay per view fight that they had gotten at this guy's apartment they having some beers and everything and the guy got me to do it and I I tried it you're held so oh, hungry oh god yeah twenty okay. probably and then it was hard to me everything and I'm <laughs> eating and I'd stop eating I go. <sighs> <laughs> and I'm, now, next thing I know, I took all the dishes out of his sink, and I had my head in the sink. And they're like, "What people? What are you doing?" I'm like, "This, this, I, this. I don't know. Maybe it's your name, but this, the boy, there's something I can hear. Can you? I, the, You're in between people? bites of chips and a, and a spoonful of Jif peanut butter, and like. And the worst part of the whole thing is, shit? have you ever eaten too many Doritos or corn chips? I had lockjaw for the next two days. My I, I, peanut butter and that and the corn chips. Terrible. It was, a, it was like eating a bag of wet cement. You don't have any friends. Oh, true. So like, hey man, I'm gonna I'm gonna love you right now. You should absolutely not be putting both of those things in your mouth together. No, no, they they did they did their thing. Mm. So, it was uh, yeah. I, I keep going. So no, I I never did. It's like a it's like a it's like a psychedelics. No. You ever have? Ever no, have I was a good always. Yeah, um, had for, any for me to smoke weed was a big thing for me because people that knew me growing up, like I dated a girl, and I was devastated when I found out that she smoked pot, and that, that was smoked pot sounds weird. Um, I, I think it's because I dated a girl, and. I was like really into this chick and she ended up getting too high. I was like, I was playing a show and I was excited for her to come see me play this show and she didn't show up and I was like, where were you? And like a song for her and everything and she was like, oh sorry, I got really high. And I was like, man, and so I, was, I got put off by people I that were like big sellers. Same thing? Girlfriend, no, a girl I dated in high school, I went to a party and she was smoking a cigarette and I was super disappointed. I was like, oh my God. Like, How dare you? You come see me in about five years and we'll split a pack. But right now, how dare you? How very dare you? <laughs> how very dare what you? What a whore. I, yeah, man, my. She wasn't, but she did that. And then I was like, oh, hey, 
Hey, hey, hey! Bye, 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 guys. Bye, bye, guys. Oh, we're just trying. To, we're, hey, man, we're just trying to come through, talk about mushrooms and smoking weed. Um, smoking weed, smoking weed, noise, noise, noise. Smoking weed, smoking weed. Punch them, punch those guys. Why can't I? Why? 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 Why am I over punching without a Spotify? gun? Because you have no bullets. You have no bullets, and you have also no life. Don't um, get shot in the mouth when you're running from the snake man. Bye bye. I just, you know what? Die. Hey, support for Retro Replay comes from Manscaped, the Much number better. one in men's below the belt grooming, offering precision engineered tools for your family jewels. I love uh, that yeah, that's a great, they're very good at the poetry. Um, they're also really good, true story. Mm -hmm. um, everyone knows I've talked about this before. I've attempted to do some self-care. Don't use the same thing that you shave your face with. To, that's oh, yeah. like not good. So yeah. I, I, have, I have... Even if you change the blades... Doesn't matter, man. That's a Use that tool for that. That's here, to not here to there. Here. It's different skin. Two different, I, uh, two different tools. I have nicked myself before. Um, I'm happy to say, pleased to report, Lawnmower 2.0, the thing's legit, dude. I, I, I have had nary... <laughs> a problem. Nary a hairy? Nary a hair. Um, but I did have a problem. We travel a lot. I misplaced, left, um, my charger, the cord, for the, the plug-in. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, that's, I'm, I'm ruined. I can't do anything. Yep. Little DMs on the Twitters instantly responded to me. Manscaped? Manscaped, I was like, hey, can you help me out? And they were like, dude, no problem. That's great customer service right there. Really good, they were like, we'll send it out to you right away. It was like to my house in like two days. I'm gonna be sending them something because they they sent me this this great one. They sent me the Lawnmower 2.0 with proprietary skin safe technology, this greatest trimmer ever. All these, the ball creams, oh my God. I mean, deodorant, cut, the, the uh, crop preserver, it's the greatest. It's like, like, I let my armpits go because now, you know. Don't do that. <clears throat> anyway. Um, here's the problem. They sent me one, and my, my teenager's son, he stole it. Qualify that? He stole it, and he's like, hey. I'm like, say, hey, and he didn't even, like, oh, hey, sorry, did I borrow it? It's like, he stole. said, hey, I took it. My young one, he goes, hey, I, I took your thing. I took your, your Manscaped. Uh, that's not a Cooper Took, took your Manscaped uh, uh, trimmer, and I'm like, you? he didn't say borrow, and I said, you mean you borrowed it? He goes, he literally goes, you really want it back? No, you and don't. I'm like, 16 year old? Little, no. Little bastard. <laughs> little bastard. And he's in there. He that thing, he's just buzzing it. He just, he's buzzsawing that thing in there. I'm just like, all right, dude, whatever you need to do. But he, he you know, he's. So I'm, 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 I'm going, to, I'm getting a little squatchy. Were you, what I'm saying I got to order me some more manscaped. Were you looking for the way to, the button to that story because you were trying to figure out how to get out of the fact that you sat with your ear against the door listening to your. No. your youngest son. No. There's no button. Yeah. There's no button to it. All I know is I am going to go what? and do what everybody else should do. And oh, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code RETRO. R-E-T-R-O. Do that and uh, yeah, Spelled go to retro. manscaped.com and uh, get you, get you, get you, you know, get you, get right you. tools for the right job. Your balls will thank you. <laughs> Stick to the bullet points. You do way better with that. Uh, thank you, Manscaped, for the soup. Thank you guys for clicking on the link. And when you do that, you let them know that you listen to us, you see them, you support them, you support us. Back to the episode. Kids don't understand how good they have it. I mean, these game we had games like this, I guess. I mean, but you know. I was sitting on the <laughs> sitting 
next to Traveler on the on his little potty, and when he's on the potty, the we either get to he like, either wants to watch videos of himself, or he wants to watch uh, videos of trucks. We've talked about this, and so I was like, "Here, dude, you want to hold this?" And he's taking the phone, and he's like, just he's literally swiping through trying to find, because if he doesn't want something, he wants something different because this is different in sign language. So he was like, I want something different. I was like, well, here, you take it. As he's going through it, and he's like, ah, that's the one that I want. And I play the video. And I was looking, and I was like, I had nothing like this. Not even when I was your age or anything. Even, I remember the first time I had a Game Boy that if you, it wasn't backlit. And so if you, if you didn't have any light, you didn't get to watch anything. Or if you did have the one that was a backlit one, well, as soon as those batteries started dying, and you could like just barely see the light, it had double A batteries in there. You didn't have... The world in your hand? The world in your hand. And have, well, we any have of the, that. Don't we have the, I know what? somebody sent us, you remember the little uh, football game? Oh, the football yeah, game dude. that, I mean, my brother and I would play that for hours. Right. And we had to go out and get, like you said, had to get those batteries to keep popping it in there and just keep going. It's like, and you'd go for hours. And I've told the story about when Zork came out. Oh my God, dude. I had an Apple IIc, and it was yeah, like a man. big deal to get that. That was like my that was my Christmas present or birthday. I was like, it was like that was my big thing. And my brother and I would sit there. We'd stay up all night. All right, climb the tree. I mean, dude. and it was like that that tech space adventure. <sighs> and just but the memories. I mean, he and I still laugh about it to to this day because we were never big gamers. But man, do we get into that? We that talked, was so cool. We talked about Hitchhiker's Guide, I think after we talked about Zork. Yeah, and I've never and done that. Hitchhiker's Guide was a game that I played growing up. Text, another text-based adventure, King's Quest. All those text-based adventures I loved because I could imagine the world, and they're so challenging. And it's like, this is like right now you're going. I don't know what to do, and you have a lot of language coming at you. You have graphic language, you have audio language, you have a lot of things informing you about the world. You've got a HUD, you've got all of these things. With text-based adventures, you've got, you see a tree. You're like, what do I do? And there's only one right answer. How the hell do I get out of this godforsaken cave? <laughs> <laughs> but there's, do you think that's one of the reasons that like that things like Critical Role and these di different, D&D has made this massive kind of comeback that with the idea that people like, you know, at the, at the, at the core, we're, we really like a good story. We're just storytellers. And you know? the thing about, thing about D&D, &D, <sighs> growing up, and th this is, I, I really, I don't regret, I don't regret anything in my life, but I can certainly look back and go, all right, that was a misstep by my parents because they shunned what I feel is an invaluable tool in formative years for people to learn how to identify so they don't grow up having these huge identity issues and they learn how to tell a story, think creatively, work as a team, understand loss. It is the most immersive way for you to be able to play and it still has rules. You can do anything you want, but there are rules that apply. It's like the real world. You can do whatever you want, but there's still there's still there's consequences. consequences, consequences. To, uh, I'm going to swing that axe. Like you taught me about that. Like, yeah, you want to, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to attack with my sword. Oh, well, the sword broke. Now what? Now what are you going to do? Or sword is ineffective against this monster. Oh shit! What do you have around you? And it's it's teaching you to be mindful, have 
situational awareness, think creatively outside of the box, remember what you have, understand that everything has a cost, a benefit. It's incredible and I think that, I think that Critical Role is so successful at lightning in a bottle, right? It just happened at just the right time with just the right people in just the right way. They were literally doing that at Travis and Laura's, in Travis and Laura's kitchen with no internet, no anything, just people coming together and was like, fine, whatever, we'll have some drinks and it'll be fun and we'll, and we'll play some D&D and, and we'll create some characters and we'll do it once a week for a month or whatever. All right, for two months. Well, I'm really into this. And you play it once, dude, and you're like, I, I need to play this right now. And you understand the value of finding a good home game why it's hard to find a good home game. I can get into a backdoor poker game easier than I can find a D&D game. Because people are like, yeah, man, we've been playing the same campaign for three years. Um, who are, I, I don't know if I want, because it's a new person coming in. You have no idea what this person's gonna bring, what, what, how they're gonna change the dynamic. Mm. If somebody comes in willy-nilly and everybody like in this game is like, we're super, resources are scarce, stealth is a big thing for our team going into this. And then next thing you know, Stranger Things comes out, pops up D&D back into the zeitgeist. Here are these people that are playing it, have been playing it, and it goes on the internet, and boom, overnight, it's just a huge success. But I think you're right. Everybody at the end of the day, we're just storytellers. But it's, oh, it's, the, it's, it's the most compelling way to tell a story, I feel. Because it's so much in your mind, so much of imagination. But there's still rules. Roll that and then add your insight skill. Can we, can we do it again? Because I rolled a five. I think the thing, the thing about Metal Gear that I'm getting out, out of this. What? Is I'm, I'm, this is something that I, I bet I can picture a kid getting this. And, um, you know, ah, damn it, damn it, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> and immediately dying. You can picture a kid getting this. Getting this and just be like, all right, it's time to slowly make my way around the world and explore every nook and cranny for things. Right. This this just... And immersing yourself in this world. I am this person. I am this world. Oh, God, they're back. Yes. And I, it, the, it is brutal and unforgiving. <gasps> There's a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys. And you have... Yes. Four rounds of whatever that shit. Fink! <laughs> I can't get in there, right? Look at you. Oh, get I in there, buddy. Oh, I can't get in get there. Get in there. Hi. Don't yeah, save that person. Do a kindness. Thank you for saving me. Oh, you're welcome. I didn't know you were in here. And you go. That member of Fox. Uh -oh. Member. Gray Fox. He's being held in a secret cell. Who are you? The guy that's a plot device. I'm a guy with a guy. <laughs> uh, All right. Right. Hey, uh, so can I get you some bread? Or I guess something to drink. Jesus. You're gonna go. By the way, there's a lot of guys outside, and I'm sure if they see you, they're gonna murder you. So what do I do? I've done my. I've done what I can. Get out of there, homie. I mean, here's the thing. I looked at this. Oh shit. I really look forward I was to running. it. I look forward to it. I really do. And I feel like if I do it, I need my mind. 
Yeah, somebody's gonna take you all down. This is this is what a books have been written, movies have been optioned, games have been made to try to explain the. There's just no way, dude. There's no, there's no way we are going to be able to. Oh, that person's not having a good time. That's a dog. Uh, yeah. Follow the dog. Um, Follow the dog. There's no way that we're gonna be able to d d even of of the plot. That's that's that, that is a it is a oh that's a bat that's a doggy. Aww. And the last of us gets shit for dogs. I don't want to punch a Here's dog, a question. but if it's gonna bite me. Can you pet the dog in Metal Gear? Oh, another dog. Hey, oh, there's hey, two oh, of them. Hey, why hey, don't you two dogs Do you get together? In inventory? Go on down there, and get together. Oh shit, there's dogs everywhere. Bam. Hey, 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 now pooch. Hold on, I'm going back here. Can you imagine them going as like, hey Gary? Yeah. What Did happens? you feed the dogs? Oh, all the way down to the bottom level. I forgot, man. Oh, uh, I, you know what? They ate that feller. Give him a proximity mine. Or do I give him cardboard a cardboard box? Is very helpful. We got to do the cardboard box. Get 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 on the cardboard box. Use the cardboard box. Dink. There you go. Use it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Now move around. Oh wait, does it not work in the doggies? Are the doggies too smart? I'm a box. You're not a box, you're just wearing a box because... Guys, that could be the greatest Halloween costume ever. I'm the box from Metal Gear. It is... You would you would not be the first. Um, and if you, like, if you were going with Jill, uh, if she had an exclamation point above her head... That's... Nerd... Nerds would, would explode. Dara Breen, you famous British comedian and... and uh, Frequent host of the BAFTAs, BAFTA Game Awards, once did a thing where he came out on stage. The Metal Gear box? The Metal Gear box, and it, it, the whole world just exploded. He's a true fan. Trained militia wouldn't have a clue what exactly is going on here. Um, I, we, there's no way we're gonna be able to touch the, the plot, much less, how long is it? I don't even, I mean, if I played this, I played this game, I would have been 11 years old because I played when it came out. It was like 87 uh, or maybe 12. Um, don't give any shit. You guys weren't even born. Um, most of you. Mostly. Dad, because it'll be dark soon and they mostly come at night. Mostly. How do, I, how do I open that door if I can through a box? Well, I don't know if you can, bud. So, well, let's see if I have a key yeah, card. You, yeah, you got a key card. Boop, boop, boop. Right above this it. One? Beep, boop, boop. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, you got that. Equip that motherfucker. Okay, I've equipped it. <laughs> and then punch the dog. Oh, can you punch the dog in Metal Gear? I just blew up a you dog. Blew that dog up. Oh. Now, how do I use that if I? If uh, if you could open that door, then you, that would work. I have a feeling that guys are back in here, and I can't get them. The Metal Gear franchise has achieved great success. 
selling over 53.8 million copies as of March 2008. Why don't you just round it up? 54, uh, selling almost 54 million copies. And why do you say selling over 53.8? That's a pretty specific number. Oh my God. The fact of the matter is, objectively speaking, Hideo Kojima, who has now, for the first time in 30 years, broken out from the franchise that made him who he is, that, that has gone on to spawn more game makers, filmmakers, and games. Yeah. <clears throat> Brings it out now with, with uh, Norman Reedus' penis in Death Stranding. Now, you may not see Norman Reedus' penis, but it is clearly... Fun to say Reedus' penis. It is Reedus' penis. Um, <laughs> Reese's Pieces? Yeah. Reedus, Boy, that's, that Reedus, would be like... Would you like more Reedus', Reedus penis? penis? I'm uh, sorry, are we talking about the same thing? The peanut butter yes. candies or um, genitalia? The genitalia. Um, Bits and pieces, twigs and berries. It is, uh, it's out this week? Death yeah. Stranding. Death Stranding is out, out this week. I know somebody in that. You do? Troy Baker. Yeah. Ah, I get to be a name drop. That's, That's my awesome. Name drop. Yeah. Um, I've already seen people, you know, there's been review copies that went out. People are entrenched in this game. Uh, a lot of hype about this. What's the thing with the baby? BB. There's a baby. There's a BB. Oh, you're talking about through the... Uh, yeah, it's, it's like a baby in there. It looks like it's like about to like light up. thumbs up? Yeah, thumbs up. It's like... Like a French baby smoking in the vagina. When you do this, <laughs> putain. <laughs> this was setting you up for. Yeah. Uh, so, you're gonna have to play the game to figure out. Maybe <clears throat> we should play Death Stranding. Ooh. You think? It's not quite retro, but who cares? I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. We'll ask you. What do we play next? Bordoop, snape, birdie, fluke, and that is Metal Gear. <laughs> kind of? Kind of. That's, that's uh, a lot of things that we didn't know were unrelated to Metal Gear. Once again, it just from the get-go. I mean... Just goes askew and akimbo. <laughs> it shows that we really don't have anything at all lined up when we sit down. It's just kind of like, oh, okay, this is what we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you guys uh, sticking it out uh, and listening to us again. Thanks to Columbia College uh, for the soup, Manscaped for the soup. Make sure that you go visit them. Uh, put in those codes, uh, mytruition.com forward slash replay, manscaped.com. Uh, put in the code retro and you'll get 20% off plus free shipping. Uh, time for the follows. You can follow my dear friend at Nolan North at really Nolan North on the uh, Instagrams and also Nolan underscore North on the Twitter. That's right, and you can follow Troy Baker at official Troy Baker on Instagram and Troy Baker VA on the Twitters. Uh, resident Canadian, Big Papa PJ at PJ Haharsma with two A's. Um, the King of Soup at Drew Lewis. Uh, this has been edited by Stephanie Judge, which we love, and makes us sound so good, Mr. Paul Bot. Uh, in the meantime, thank you guys. Appreciate you. Be good. Don't be bad. Stick around for another episode, or we'll see you next week. Solid snake, is that a is that a euphemism for like an erection? 
a solid snake? Or is he is he like crafty snake sly and he's solid? Or is he solid. is he a solid snake? Like you can pick that up at your local sex shop on <laughs> four. You haven't even paid me from last time. I haven't watched Halo either. I'm going to summarize Halo season two based on the Watching Now Halo podcast from Couch Soup. This is gonna be fun. So Chief could be crazy. <laughs> Cortana's had a facelift. We're a bit mixed. Quan and Soren's story is really boring. Is is it over yet? Reach is fucked. Reach for the stars. You all are gonna die. Spartans have a new leader called Ackerson. More like Dickerson. Apparently McKee is alive? She didn't die on screen, so she's probably not dead. Key's definitely not dying. Right, right, right. And the flood is coming. There's the water on this planet. What do I know? You should be listening to the Watching Now Halo podcast everywhere. Podcasts are available. Where's my money, Drew?